What is going on, everybody? Welcome back to the Flipping the Script Within You podcast. I'm your host, Josiah Sanchez. And if you are new here, you guys, this is the podcast that will show you a different view on what is so often unexplained to allow you to break through you and into a better you in anywhere form through perspective. And you guys, happy Monday. Uh, well, I guess Tuesday, because this is going to be released tomorrow. Um, hope you guys had an absolute amazing, amazing weekend. Um, we are in the second week of the new year. Hope you guys have, you know, at least been curious as to what you really wanted to um, improve on this year or just really incorporate just to allow your life to run smoother, allow your interactions, your connections and the meaningful uh, purpose behind your life to be embraced a little bit more. All right. So uh, I want to kind of aid in that a little bit here. And I want to talk to you guys about something that truly aided a lot in my growth in my level of self-awareness and acknowledgement and uh embracement i guess if that's a word and that's going to be recognizing certain patterns uh within myself how i felt where i was most productive where i felt degraded maybe unworthy maybe where i found myself comparing a lot um just places where i did not feel my best but also being able to recognize the places that really truly brought the best out of me and recognizing those you know for myself to where i can purposely place myself in certain areas or i can just be conscious of the very environments the people the certain um actions or tasks or um I guess to-do list that that we would do that didn't quite fit me and really allowed me to like essentially wake up and truly take a different route, separate myself from them or establish a boundary or communicate on how I truly felt um, to be able to get away from that and into something a little bit better. So I really want to talk to you guys about that. Recognizing emotional patterns, recognizing patterns as, as a whole, whether it be emotional or mindful, right? And here's here's the key within this, right? This, just as anything else that requires you to better any one, any part of yourself at any time, it requires effort and it requires time with yourself, right? You want to start asking yourself the right questions, the right questions. And that's where curiosity is almost a superpower. And I'm going to definitely touch base on curiosity in a separate um, episode here. But I mean, aren't you guys curious on truly how to mold your life more to you? Like, aren't you guys curious on, you know, how to stop those pessimistic thoughts on how to redirect your worthy, your, your feeling of unworthiness to a feeling of actual worth and gratitude and appreciation for what you do and who you have around you? Like, aren't you guys curious on how to stop things? Aren't you guys curious on how to bring things to you, how to obtain things to make your life more purposeful and fulfilling for you? Like, aren't you guys curious about that? Like, I know you guys do not want the level of, well, I guess the lack more so um, of self-love, of awareness, of control, right? We can't control anything external, but we can control ourselves. We can control what we choose to do with the things that we receive, with the places we go, the information we receive, you know, the level of communication we receive, uh, the tolerance we receive towards ourselves and from other people. Like we have control over that at all times, right? It is only going to be willing on if you're going to be open to making some of those hard decisions, you know, separating yourself, uh, standing up for yourself, which I know is definitely hard, but truly being able to say, you know what, I'm worth chasing this thing, but also separating myself from these things in order to chase that. It may be hard and I may be perceived as the bad guy, but I'm the good guy for myself for once in this, in this chapter of my life, right? 
So truly recognizing some of these patterns, right? You want to sit back and really ask yourself, okay, you know what? Where have I found that I am most anxious, right? What environments, what am I doing? What am I not doing? Right. Whenever you typically think of places that bring up your anxiety, you're typically either behind a desk or you're sitting, maybe not doing anything, or maybe you're around a lot of people and there's it's almost maybe too much to handle. There's too many uh, bodies, too many heads to like pay attention to and give your energy to. So it's a lot, right? Recognize those things. Okay, I'm in this environment. I'm doing these things or I'm not doing these things, but I'm thinking about things I should be doing. I'm thinking about ways I might have to go across, you know, giving to all these people or big, uh, big crowds or things like that. Okay. Let me be aware of that. So that way I can either try to separate myself from it, or I can prepare myself a lot more and be willing to, okay, if it's a big crowd, let me, uh, let me remind myself and let me, uh, be sure to let myself know that it's okay to step away for a little bit and catch a breath or, okay. I know that whenever I don't structure my days, whenever I don't set up a routine in the morning, whenever I don't, uh, do certain things to be ready for my day. My anxiety is always creeping in the back because it's like, okay, what can I be doing? What could I be, what could I be doing or what should I be doing? All right. So truly asking yourself certain questions. So like, uh, for me, if I do not have some type of structure or a calendar to my day, if you will, like if I don't have some, a borderline step-by-step process for what my day is going to look like, I'm sitting, I'm a sitting duck. But as I'm sitting, my mind is going a thousand miles an hour. My ADHD just like starts knocking on the back and it's just like, hey, we got to be doing something right now, right? And so for me, structure is a huge part of my day. Structure is a huge part of my day, purposely placing time for myself to be able to like stop, breathe a little bit, maybe write a little bit um, and things of that nature. So for me, like structure plays a huge part in just keeping my peace of mind, keeping direction and intention in my day is a huge thing. And I'm not saying that it's going to work for you, but all I'm one thing I will kind of throw out here is being intentional and being very purposeful with how you want your days to go is it's a cheat code. It's definitely a cheat code. I know we've all heard and we're we, we blow it to the side and we kind of like, you know, blow it off when people are like, hey, just structure your days, just plan your days out. Do you have a calendar, you know, this and a third? You guys, I'm gonna be the first one to tell you this. And I feel like I've said this once before in a previous episode. The things that we see as incredibly cliche are simply seen as cliche because we hear it, but nobody does it. And then the ones that do understand that those things always work. The things that we see as cliche are the things that work but we downplay them, we push them aside. We don't really put much priority or value behind them. So they just become, oh, another thing that someone's trying to do to cheer you up. You guys know it works. And now I kind of sound like one of those guys myself, but I'm, I'm, I'm gonna tell you first and foremost, but you're never gonna find out unless you actually do it, right? So being able to be aware, right? Where am I most anxious? Where do I also find that I might, I might be my most creative? right? Where can I go that really sparks some of that creativity, whether it's writing music, whether it's dancing, whether it's painting, whether it's singing, whether it's writing, whether it's strictly just going for a walk, whether it's uh, listening to podcasts, right? What are some of the specific things that you are finding or that you can look back on to where like, wow, I was really flowing in that moment or just being very conscious of your day and really jotting down notes throughout the day of how you're feeling, you know, checking in with yourself. That's something I'm absolutely huge on. I teach all of my clients, we will be uh, establishing, gauging, managing, and regulating how you're feeling, what's going through your mind. 
and being able to redirect, maybe step a little bit different if need be, right? So uh, a big thing there, right? Acknowledging, okay, where am I most creative? Okay, where, what happens when I typically get angry, right? Does my anger, has my anger in the past done anything for me? Or is it not until I do a specific action that I realize, ah, I might have overreacted or I might have acted too much out on this anger. And from that recognition, you can be like, well, I noticed this after I did X, Y, Z. So why don't I incorporate those things when I'm aware of that anger? So that way, before I do anything too impulsive or when if I'm thinking about doing something or shutting people out or almost making the situation worse, let me incorporate these things I'm now aware of that have calmed me down in the past. It might've been after the, uh, after the fact, but it still worked. Let me incorporate these things now. So that way I can keep myself calm and collected for future references. I can, I can keep my mind as clear as possible than having it, you know, clouded by, you know, that initial reaction of anger, right? Or even more so, where do you find that your ego gets in the way, right? Where do you notice that somebody might say something or you may acknowledge something, but then you find justification for maybe some of the actions or the habits that you're doing to be right. Even when you know in your heart and in your mind, they might not be what you know are best for you. They might not be what can really guide you to a place where you want to be, right? Where do you find your ego really getting in the way, right? I definitely believe ego is something, honestly, ego is something that I, um, I struggled a lot with, right? I grew up, you know, because I cut my ADHD medication cold turkey which i do not recommend anybody doing that um it's just what i did i'm being raw and real on this podcast right now um i cut it cold turkey in in freshman year of high school right and the time that i spent really trying to gauge what i was thinking and feeling for the first time right 14 15 years old you know a freshman in high school i think that (laughs) i think that's the age um getting off that medication it was like okay now that my thinking and feeling are free now i got to be very conscious on how to keep this under wraps right now because if I blurt anything out, oh, it's going to be trouble. You know, principal is going to get called. I'm going to get sent to what what we called BIC, which was uh, it was a separate school for kids that uh, had disciplinary um, struggles. Right? They were they struggled with being in class and they you know disrupted the class a lot. Right? So I essentially could have gone there if I did not watch how I acted, how I felt, how I spoke, how I communicated. Um, And so a big thing in high school for me was the gym, right? It's something that I don't really show many people nowadays because it's not my identity, um, which I, you know, associated with my identity for a long time. But fitness was my, my way of tiring my, my mind out, right? My philosophy, which I'm not sure if it was placebo or if it was actually true, but my philosophy uh, behind everything there was if I could drain myself physically, absolutely tire and beat myself up in the gym it'll tire my mind out so now my mind just simply does not have the energy to move as quick as it typically does and i mean it did work it allowed me to slow myself down a little bit and write but over time as fitness truly became an outlet for me it also became a false definition of learning, of awareness, acknowledgement of the things that were truly bothering me, right? But I wouldn't hear it from people though. I I remember I was hanging out with one of my friends years ago. I want to say it was like 2017 or so. So about four years ago and we were talking and um, I was frustrated. I was angry at something and I was like, I'm just going to go to the gym. 
And what she told me was, you're going to the gym to cover up and distract yourself from something that's really going on. Like the gym is not an outlet at this point, it's a distraction. And I was like, no, 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 the gym's, it's therapy for me. It's a place for me to escape. It's a place for me to quote unquote heal myself. I wasn't hearing it, right? I had gotten somewhat of a grasp on myself, right? A little bit after high school, I graduated in 2016 and this was 2017. So I had kind of been, you know, on my journey, but I thought that what I knew was all there was to know. And I was like, oh, I know everything at this point. So I'm, I know how to gauge myself. I know how to move forward. <laughs> no, <laughs> I could not have been farther from knowing myself. And for me, that cover up, that distraction was the gym. And it wasn't until two years after 2019, uh, where I recognized that I had given so much to the gym and so little to myself. I had been so consumed by my physicalities. I had been so consumed by how I looked that it affect how I carried myself. If I felt a little bit too fluffy, hoodie, right? If I wasn't lean enough, if I wasn't uh, vascular enough, I was no longer good enough. I was no longer my best, the best version of myself, right? My first outlet became my biggest um, struggle. All right. I, uh, I had really grown my social media at the time. Um, and this was on a previous account as well. I had, I got up to like 19 K just strictly off of fitness content, fitness content. Right. But at the end of the day, my fitness content was a way to get people in the door, but I wanted to share my captions were always, you know, mindset based, mental based, right. Mentality, self-awareness based. Right. And those captions would not be shared if the shirtless photo or the photo I was going to be posting, I didn't feel like I looked good enough. Even though the thing that I was trying to very, very much so preach had nothing to do with physicalities. It was very based on individuality and self-awareness and uh, mental cognition, right? And it got to a point where I was, I think the heaviest I got was 197, 197 pounds. And, you know, I was like, oh man, I'm going to get big. I'm going to compete in more shows. You know, I'm going to, I'm going to do this, that, and the third. I've never felt more like crap in my entire life. Bodybuilding had become something that I had identified myself with because it was the first thing I attached myself to when I had nothing else to go to. And so my identity strictly became around if I looked good, then I was myself. If I was too flat or if I didn't feel as big or if I was maybe too fluffy, my appearance and how I thought were affecting the process. And so shutting that out and truly diving into myself at that point, it was early, 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 early 2020. Um, that is when I was like, okay, there's something, there's things that I got to address within myself. There, there are deeper roots to myself that the gym is never going to solve, right? The gym is uh, strictly a different environment for myself to, you know, focus on myself, but in a completely different way. That is strictly physical, strictly physical. Right? When it comes to mental, when it comes to emotional, when it comes to spiritual, when it comes to inner work, that has to be done in and with, in and with yourself. You have to ask yourself the questions. Why do I feel these? Why do I feel this way? Why am I carrying myself this way? Why am I not opening up myself in these ways, in these ways, in these ways? Well, where have I shut it out most? Where do I feel it's most, you know, hindered or tampered with? Where do I feel like my boundaries are most, you know, discarded and not respected? Where do I feel as if I can't speak out confidently? Where do I feel as if um, 
I'm having to force myself to be somewhere because I just don't, I, I don't want to be alone. So I, you know, immerse myself in a group of people or a group of anybody. And then all I can think about is being by myself at home. Like, how can I be aware of these things to be more knowledgeable and more, um, well, <laughs> self-aware of what exactly I'm trying to hide out right now? right? Because I know I want to feel these things. I want to feel good. I want to feel creative. I want to feel productive. I want to feel calm. I want to feel peace. I want to feel fulfilled. I want to feel like there's purpose and direction behind my life. I want to know where I'm going. Well, that all starts with where you're neglecting it, right? Where do you feel where the only thing you can think about is simply being by yourself? All right, where do you go? What are some environments that you feel the, the things that you don't want to feel? And what has become a repeated process? Who pops up on your phone that you're not quick to get back to? But also who pops up that you are quick to get back to? Who's the first person that you want to reach out to? Right? What's what's the first thing that you typically want to do as far as like distracting yourself? What does it do after you complete it? Does it actually give a sense of release and relief? Or does it make you feel like you could have done something better? Or there was something more... Um, more directionalized to truly sparking something better within yourself, a better direction that you could have done. If you don't know what that thing is, how can you chase it? Right? Where can you go to bring something like that to you? Right? So recognizing some of these patterns, recognizing some of these things within yourself is at its core an excellent starting point to being to be to being able to be with yourself and acknowledge, okay, what do I want to do right now? What can I do right now? What would I typically want to do right now? All right. And that allows direction on, okay, what are you most leaning towards just based off of familiarity? But what off of that familiarity also leaves you, you know, regretful that you could have done something different, right? With that time, you could have done something uh, different to give to yourself, right? Or what are some things that you want to do, right? What are some, what are some things that, that you want to feel? Do you want to feel calm? Okay. What can calm you down? What has done it in the past? You want to feel creative? Okay. What has sparked that curiosity in the past? Where have you found a good flow to whatever specific task or goal that you were getting at? All right? Where did you feel that you could finally stop for a second? What were you doing? Where did you go that allowed you to stop for a second and be like, okay, I feel good right now. I feel reset. I almost feel uh, recharged. What were you doing? Where were you at? All right. The biggest thing with my ADHD was I had to recognize patterns. What are some things that repeatedly made me mad? What were some things that repeatedly make me f uh, feel less than I wanted to be? What were some things that made me feel unheard? Where were some habits? What were some habits that I did that made me feel worse about myself that were just routine? It was just something that filled my time. I hadn't found anything more productive and more um, suitable for me with that time. So I just stuck with the thing that I've always done and it made me feel less than it made me regret what I just did. Right. I had to be very aware. And at the same time, I also was very aware of, yes, the places that I escaped to, you know, some of you guys who know me, um, there was a bridge that I, you know, I created and released a video for forgotten mindset whenever it first came out in 2017. And that bridge has been no matter what, I can always go there and release. I can always go there and reset myself. You know, if something's changing or something has already changed or something's difficult for me to grasp or, you know, I'm struggling with something within myself and being, you know, in places where I'm too, I'm too familiar with almost don't really give me that sense of new thinking, right? I leave that bridge 
for when things are very difficult, there's a lot of change and I just need a place to be with and by myself. And there's, and that bridge has done me so, so good. It has done me very, very well. All right. And so it's simply recognizing these things. Where do you find yourself getting the most frustrated? What types of conversations do you often feel yourself being very egotistical and very shut out to what the other person is trying to say? Where do you feel it? Where do you feel as if your boundaries are not respected? Who do you feel doesn't respect your boundaries? Right? Where do you feel as if you know you feel alone, but you're surrounded by a group of people? You feel alone, but you're doing a certain habit that you know isn't good for you. Right? What are these things? Recognize these things, because just like anything that we do, right? If your shoes untied and you ignore that your shoes untied, but you know it's untied. Right, you're going to start carrying yourself a little bit different. Your walk, the way that you step, is going to be different because you're trying to avoid something that you could have just acknowledged, stopped for a couple seconds, tied it, and then gone about everything smoothly, not being conscious of how you're stepping so you don't step on your shoelace. All right, acknowledge these things that are going on within your life, that are going on within your head, within your heart, within your gut, because as much as we think that emotions. Make us weak. Our emotions are guiding us somewhere. Our anxiety, our stress, our frustration—they're—they're they're craving clarity. They're craving curiosity. Like, what is it? What is it that's making me stress? What is it that's making me anxious? What is it that continuously makes me frustrated and angry? Right? What is it that makes me feel less than myself? That makes me feel like I gotta hide myself to be around other people or to be in a certain place? Right? Our bodies and our minds—they crave this curiosity. They crave this clarity. So, the best way to do that is you have to stop. You have to stop and truly ask yourself, "What am I doing? Where am I tempted on going that isn't good for me? What person in my life is not treating me the way that I know I deserve to be treated? Right? What are some habits that I know are not suiting me whatsoever?" I'm sure right now you're thinking about a few people, a few places, and a few habits that you know are no good for you. They're the first things that came to your mind, actually, and the first thing that you want to do is justify right now. Well, it's not like that all the time.、Mm-mm. That means it's inconsistent. That means you're gambling every single time you partake in those things, or you hang around those people, or you do that task or habit. Inconsistent. I'm asking you to look at the consistencies. If you are consistently having to gamble,、mm, it's a dangerous thing to do. If you are consistently finding yourself less than, or consistently finding that twist in your stomach when that one person reaches out, or when that one group of people wants to hang, and you just don't want to go, but hey, I have nothing better to do, so why not? You haven't given yourself the direction to do something better. You haven't brought those things to the surface on purpose, right? And here's the thing I wanna I wanna say here: doing things on purpose and with purpose are the only things that are going to bring the feeling, the acknowledgement, the fulfillment, the passion that you want to you. If you want to sit back and wait for things to By happenstance, or accident, accidentally come into your life, come into your hands. 
you might as well set up shop because you're going to be sitting for a very, very long time. And even then, what comes is going to be very minuscule. Very minuscule, very small, nothing worth it. But you're going to take it as everything because of how long you wait. Doing things on purpose and with purpose are the only things to bring, are the only things that will bring what's purposeful and intentional to you. Ask yourself questions on purpose. Be curious on purpose. Our minds crave it. We, we want to bridge that gap of lack of knowledge from what we know and what we don't know. All right. Imagine knowing exactly what it is. Imagine knowing exactly how to restep, how to uh, redirect how you're feeling to something better. Or imagine, how, imagine knowing exactly how to start your day. So you start off on a creative, on a peaceful, on a calm, on an exciteful morning. Imagine, imagine that control and that awareness of knowing exactly what to do. Having the, having the awareness to know it's okay to step away. Having the awareness to know it's okay to rest. Having the awareness to know how to keep yourself from doing things impulsively and being able to act consciously on how to reach an, an end goal with maximum effort applied, not zero effort applied. <laughs> right? Imagine, just imagine how good that feels. That thing that you're curious about right now. Oh, I'm curious how to do this. I'm curious how to, you know, find this for myself. I'm curious how to bring this to myself. I'm curious, I'm curious, I'm curious. Imagine having that curiosity be clarity. Imagine knowing. You probably feel pretty good about that. It probably feels amazing. It probably makes you feel empowered, confident, like you know how to do it. Well, in order to know anything, you start off by not knowing. But best way to know is by acknowledging it in the first place. You can't manage anything without being able to acknowledge it at all. Without being able to acknowledge it in the first place. So I, I, I encourage you guys, stop. Ask questions, truly ask yourself where you feel certain feelings, right? Joy, excitement, creativity, productivity, stress, frustration, resentment, envy, ego, pride, wonder, awe. Where do you feel these things, right? And once you feel these things, you're gonna slowly be able to find a direction on how to bring it to you on purpose. And also how to separate yourself from things on purpose because they have a purpose. Or they don't have a purpose and the purpose is to finally find something that does do something for you, does give you something, does give you direction, does give you insight, does challenge you in the right ways, not challenge your temper. All right, recognize patterns, you guys, because we all have them. We all associate with routines of some sort, whether they're good or bad. So now if you can recognize the patterns of feelings and thoughts within these things, you're going to find what doesn't serve you, but you're also going to find what does. And you're going to obviously find yourself chasing what does and what doesn't. Recognize these patterns, you guys. I had to do it with my ADHD and yes, it has taken a while. But it's something I'm absolutely grateful to be able to teach my clients, be able to teach my boys, be able to teach some of my friends as well, and then also be able to sharpen it up for myself. I had to do this or else I was 
I was going to get in a lot of trouble. But I found so much more than just trying to do something to avoid the bad thing. I did something to chase more of the better thing. So take a moment. You're thinking about multiple things right now. I know you are. Use that. Because your mind is trying to tell you something. Your heart and your gut and your intuition are trying to speak to you. Listen. I appreciate every single one of you guys tuning in in right now. Um, If you guys found any value in this, please send it to somebody. Please share it. Um, Like I really said, I don't really ask too, too much of you guys other than what I believe can help you guys. Um, But if you guys could share this with one person, that would be absolutely greatly appreciated. Yes, I just said absolutely greatly. Uh, Might not be be grammatically correct, but uh, whatever. (laughs) Um, But share it with one person. Uh, Share it with a friend. Maybe take a few quotes from this and send it to somebody. Maybe they could use it. Um, But I appreciate every single one of you guys for watching. And I will see you all in the next one. Mm -hmm.